1: Valentine's Day is almost here and you know what that means. It's time to. Luckily, you know what makes her blush. Fresh blooms and gifts from Pro Flowers. Head over to proflowers.com and use code CRUSH15 through February 14th and get 15% off all the best blooms and gifts that will really make your special someone on Valentine's Day. Get fresh this Valentine's Day with Pro Flowers. See website for details.
4: Look through your children's eyes and you will discover the true magic of a forest.
5: Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.
3: Mama, what does the chicken say? Uh, dog. Cat. Giraffe. Giraffe, really? Giraffe. Uh, giraffe. You're not
4: going to get it all right. Just make sure you nail the big stuff, like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Get it right.
5: Visit NHTSA.gov.
4: Slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.
1: Are you ready for this? Sean Merriman, a one-hand back, Boom, boom, boom. Out go the lights. This is Lights Out with Sean Merriman.
6: What's up, guys? We're back again with another Lights Out podcast with me, Sean Merriman. Um, and we're going to NASCAR today, man. It's, it's cool. And I, I I feel bad because normally uh, I would get out to about 10 tracks, whether it's short tracks or, you know, one of the main uh, tracks a year. And uh, the last two years, man, since the pandemic, I just haven't been able to make it out uh, to as many tracks as I would like to. I mean, hell, I would even go to some of the dirt tracks if I could. Uh, anyway, Cal Larson couple big victories over those past three or four weeks, just completely on fire. Glad he was able to take a few moments today to jump on with us. And for all you NASCAR fans, we got a treat for you. Cal Larson. Cal. What's up? What's up, my dude? How are you, man? I'm good. How are you? Good, man. I finally found somebody that was harder to get a hold of than me. I was like, I thought I was bad. <laughs> yeah. But uh you you just been on, a busy guy. You've been busy man. But the last few weeks, man, it's been crazy
7: yeah Thank you. yeah it's been good been uh winning a lot so it's been fun
6: i feel like crap because i've only been to a couple of racetracks this year normally i get out to about 10 of them i'll jump on the jump on the plane and come out on the weekends and i'll come back and try to host some stuff for football mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i haven't been out uh to many tracks this year but this last few weeks man you just been on fire thank you um one, one of the things i wanted to ask you about because and I, and I've been around, I've been around the tracks, man, for 12 years. So we, I I don't know if you've seen my big ass and not just walking past, you or trying to push it, push a car through inspection or in the driver's meetings or anything like that. But it seems like you, you've always been close to having these kind of weeks, right? The back-to-back weeks. But lately you guys have been executing like hell, man. What's, what's been, what's been the big difference?
7: Yeah, I don't know. I think it's a combination of a lot of stuff, but I think the biggest thing is the race car being really fast. I think when, when your race car is as good as ours has been here lately, um, you can kind of slow things down and, and not, you know, try to overdo things. And, um, our car has been so fast here lately. You know, our pit crew has been doing a great job. Uh, when your car is that good, you don't have to be as aggressive on the racetracks. You make less mistakes and things like that. So, um, it's a fun place to be in my position, and and I just hope we can continue to uh, keep keep our cars as fast and and, and you know, try and get them even better.
6: Yeah, speaking speaking of your car, man, and, and your crew and everything, you know, just tell me tell me a little bit about Cliff Daniels and and the job that they've been doing. Um, and you know, I brought up execution because a lot of people need to understand like what what goes on behind the scenes in your team man, and the adjustments you guys made over the last month or so.
7: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure what adjustments we made. I think probably just you know, tweaking things, to make them all all areas better. But yeah, Cliff Daniels is is such an awesome crew chief. A uh, very you know great leader. Um, very intense. I think you know he kind of reminds me of probably like what a football coach would be. You know the way he. He's intense. But I, I was.
6: I was just going. To, I didn't want to make that correlation, but I was just going to say that because I, yeah. I've come across Cliff and got a chance to talk to him several times.
7: Yeah, like his you know pre-race speeches and post-race motivational things and stuff. Like it's it's honestly something that I didn't think that I needed, um, but now that I'm around it and around you know how he works, I really love it and it, and it definitely motivates me and and I think it keeps us all positive and. Um, you know, when things, they, you have a bad race, you know, he he knows exactly what to say to kind of pump you up and keep you digging and keep you working hard. So, man, um, he's a super smart, you know, human being and, and crew chief. And um, I think it shows on the racetrack.
6: No, no, absolutely. And you guys, um, for, for many reasons, have been kind of turning it up lately. And that's why I keep bringing it back to the ex- execution part because you've been like, in my opinion, you've just been this close from doing it, even though you, you, you know, first time you've kind of done this. And I think you guys just beat the, what the Petty, the Petty's group, right? Yeah. Uh, you just beat that landmark. Yeah. Talk talk a little bit about that, how big that was, because Petty group is the reason why I even got involved in NASCAR back in 2000, I think seven or eight. Um, and just being a part of that group, they, you know, the, the Petty experience and and just being around. But you guys just crossed over that landmark.
7: Yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah. So, you know, Rick Richard Petty was the winningest, you know, team or driver and team, whatever, with 268 wins, um, where, you know, now, Rick Hendrick and Hendrick Motorsports has accumulated uh, and surpassed, you know, his, his record. So it was cool to be a part of, of that and cool to be the guy to win the race uh, to get him over that, you know, record-breaking um, deal with Richard Petty. Uh, it was very important to, to Mr. H that uh, that we get it and get it quickly. And um, yeah, it was cool. You know, it, it you could definitely tell, I could tell every time I talked to him that it was important to him. So uh, nice that we were able to, to do that and just shows, you know, how, how big of an impact Richard Petty as well as Rick Hendrick have had on the sport of NASCAR with, with all those wins combined.
6: How much how much is that talked about? Right. Because I always ask guys and, you know, me being a former player, I will look up and see how many sacks I have. Right. And like, OK, I got two more sacks then you know, I'll, I'll lead in this category. All right. So or they, whatever the landmark may be, how how often is that talked about or is it not really important or or someone might come into uh, the garage and be like, hey, by the way, you know, you guys do this. This, this is the landmark you're going to cross. Is that ever brought up in a conversation at all?
7: Um. It's, I don't know. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, for me, though, you know, I like to, you know, I've, I've had a great year. So I like.
3: Do you love Selena? Like really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano.
7: to go and kinda of look at my stats and compare them to say, you know, like last year, Denny Hamlin and Kevin Harvick, it seemed like, you know, they dominated the season. So, you know, I recently went and looked at their stats and um, you know, like lap sled and stuff, and we've already led I think almost as much or more than than they had last year. So I was like, wow, that's crazy to think, you know. Um but then you know, they also had a lot more wins at the end of the year, but we still have a long ways to go. So yeah, I mean, I definitely try to look at that stuff and, and it gives you like a goal, um, to get to. Um, but then, yeah, there is also some like analytics guys out there that keep track of everything. And, and, you know, sometimes they'll produce an article that tells you about, you know, your, your pass rating and stuff like that, and, uh, restart your retention and things. So it's, it's cool to, to look at that stuff. And it definitely, you know, if, you're, if you're low in a category, it definitely you know, tells you an area that you need to get better and um, work on.
1: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
3: The following message comes from Data IQ. Dataiku enables today's top organizations to infuse AI into the day-to-day of their business by making data-driven decision-making accessible to everyone. Whether solving for the mundane, like automated forecasting, or what is the optimal number of widgets to buy, or undertaking moonshots pushing the limits of today's technology to grow and innovate. Dataiku brings collective success from AI at scale, while also unlocking individual creativity. That's everyday AI. Join more than 45,000 people worldwide driving results with Dataiku, the platform for everyday AI. Visit dataiku.com to learn more. That's D-A-T-A-I-K-U dot
6: Yeah, obviously I've been around the sport a long time. So I try to explain to people the analytics, like right. So this weekend you you guys are you coming up uh when Texas, right, for the uh All Star, All Star race, race. And yep. you play you you placed pole, right?
7: Yeah, it was a random draw. Um and we got lucky and, and drew the pole.
6: No, come on. <laughs>
7: hey, yeah, well, it was random, so I mean it is all luck and uh thankfully we got the pole, so that should help out a lot.
6: How how much do you guys believe in momentum, right? Because you you've had a you've had a great I mean a great year but especially the last you know three you know last month or so has been big how much do you guys are banking on the momentum like okay hey we, we're here we need to go here we're here we need to go here and take advantage you know of this momentum you guys have right now yeah
7: I think momentum is huge in in any any sport really um but racing you know it's it's important as well just because you, know, you can kind of ride that wave and keep piling on your know, hopefully good finishes so these last five weeks have been great. We haven't been out of the top two and have had shots to win even a lot before that. But um, and, and two, I, I race a lot outside of NASCAR and, and even that racing has gone really well. The, the dirt well tracks, right? The one, the yeah. One. And that's gone well for me too, the last few weeks. So it, it really does help my momentum and, and my personal confidence. And I think that's definitely a, a good thing to go out there and continue having success.
6: I, I talked to a couple guys who do, you know, racing the dirt tracks and, I talk to guys who race on the short tracks or whatever. And how do you like mentally switch gears for that? Do you have to, you know, kind of say, okay, I got to get back in the saddle of this, or you can just go bounce back, back and forth, no problem.
7: Well, I think for me, I, I might be different than <clears throat> some of the other drivers just because I do it so often. Um, like this week, you know, I'm running four nights in a row in a late model before I go to you know, Texas to run the cup car. And, So I think when I do it that often, you know, I, it's, I don't have to think about it much, but I know, you know, my good buddy, like Ricky Stenhouse, who he doesn't do a bunch of dirt racing, but he ran, you know, midget last night in Indiana. And I'm sure, I'm sure when he buckles in, he's got to like, think about, okay, you know, I'm in a midget. How does this drive? All right. I need to like remind my brain a certain thing. But for me, I, I, I've gotten so used to jumping in and out of race cars that, uh, I feel like I can adapt pretty quickly.
6: But you're not, you're not racing the full season, right, on a dirt track. You just kind of bounce back and forth between races. Yeah,
7: no, Yeah, I don't have time to race a, a full season and, and chase points or anything like that. But um, this year I'm racing a bunch. But I can still pop in and run those, those series and stuff. But, uh, yeah, so I can be a little bit more aggressive probably than, than other drivers just because I'm not chasing points.
6: No, absolutely, and good luck this weekend. But last thing, I want to ask you about your foundation, man, because I was checking out your website, um, actually last night and this morning. Tell me a little bit about what you got going on.
7: Yeah, thanks. No, I've uh, started the Kyle Larson Foundation here this year recently, and um, you know, last year I I got to you know work together with a lot of well, a few different you know foundations and hang around their their communities and stuff, and they were they were an important part of me and my return uh, back to NASCAR. So you know, this year I started my foundation to try and raise money and awareness to help out their communities, you know, the Tony Sonny Foundation and the Urban Youth Racing School and uh, the Hinder Cares Program. So, you know, through it, like this year, with each lap completed and top fives and wins and stuff, the money kind of piles up. So, already this year, we've raised 68, I think $68,000. So, uh, with a goal of getting to 500000 So, still have a long ways to go, but um, it's been cool to kind of get involved and, and get out there and do stuff. I've always wanted to start a foundation. I just didn't know like what that was and what I wanted to support. Um, but yeah, it's been good, and I hope to uh, to grow it into something even more impactful down the road.
6: How, and how can people be involved? You got a website, right? You, you have the website for people to check out the information.
7: Yeah, it's uh, Kyle Larson or yeah Kyle Larson Foundation dot org, I believe, and you can go on there and and you'll learn more about it as well as there should be a, a tab in there to, to help donate and um, help me reach that goal.
6: Awesome, brother. Hey, have a, uh, a kick-ass weekend. Keep that momentum going. You're on fire. I'm glad we was able to sneak you in. I'm like, dude, we gotta, we gotta get Cal, man. We gotta get Cal. And uh, so I appreciate you for taking the time and I'll be at the track soon. I'm gonna come and stop by the trailer, man. Say what's up when I get out there. Okay. Yeah, cool. Yeah.
7: I look forward to it. Thank you. Okay. You got it, man. Take it easy. Yeah, you too. See ya.
6: Thanks, guys, for listening to another Lights Out podcast with me, Sean Merriman. And uh, wow, you know, it's, it's funny because being a former athlete, I, I always feel I'm not going to see bad, but I always have a certain feeling when I when the guy's on fire, he's, you know, he's hot and he got a bunch of things going on. Kyle Larson has, you know, been just killing it the last month or so. I mean, he's had a great year, but this past month, or five weeks has just been incredible. And I'm like, tell my guys, we got it. We got to get Kyle on. We got to get Kyle on and uh so i appreciate him taking the time today so uh and i appreciate you guys man it's it's just been really cool for me to see these numbers grow and you guys subscribing and leaving these reviews and comments you know i was i'll give you a funny story i was in miami uh a few weeks ago and i was walking out of my hotel and um you know two guys walked up to me just for two seconds said man we love your podcast And I was like, man, that's that's pretty damn cool. And they kept it moving. (laughs) So, uh, obviously, you guys are liking, and I appreciate that. So, keep listening and keep subscribing to the the Lights Out Podcast with me, Sean Merriman, and uh, we'll be back with another one next week.
1: Your Valentine's Day shouldn't start with a Hail Mary. We've got you covered on the big day when you order flowers and gifts from ProFlowers early this year. Head on over to ProFlowers.com to get 15% off our entire collection of blooms, gifts, and more for your cutie with promo code CRUSH15 until February 14th. The clock is running out, so don't wait until everyone's rushing the field for those last-minute gifts on February 14th. Be the MVP this Valentine's Day and go to ProFlowers.com to save 15% with code CRUSH15 at checkout. See website for more details.
4: What grows in the forest? Our imagination and our family bonds. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.
5: We've all felt left out. And for people who move to this country, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council.